All right, Ashley, how are you doing today? We're, we're good. We just came back um, from St. Mary's, Georgia, because Angie, one of our teammates, was having a Friendsgiving. So I was able to drive down with Eric and do bodybuilder things and train at her gym and watch yeah, everyone eat Thanksgiving food. <laughs> I was really jealous. It was um, fun. No, it was a lot of fun. She was talking about how she wants to do it with like bodybuilders next time. And I was like, yes, everyone can have like their little food skills out and, <laughs> <laughs> and nobody feels weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just well, weighing your shit. Yeah, it was actually kind of cool though, because I like I ate the turkey, but I didn't eat like any of the other like fixins. And I had like my little asparagus, and my avocado. And people were like, oh, are you in prep? And I was like, no, but I am dieting. So I just want to say I'm honestly, okay. So that's another thing is like, okay, so we'll get into our t- topic in a second. But so you go about bodybuilding as far as like when you're in the off season, you'll bring your food and stuff. And like I'm a little bit different. Like I'll kind of like I'll bring my food. But sometimes I'll go places and I'll, I'll get, I'll have the food there. Like, so when somebody asks you, like, aren't you in the off season? Like, and you're bringing your food stuff because this happens to me as well. Like, what is your reaction? Like, how do you, how do you frame that to them? So it's like, oh, okay, I I get it. Cause most people would be like, you're in the off season. Like, why would you bring your food places? Why are you so worried about that? Um, How do you like navigate that? Yeah. Dead ass. Um, Especially when I'm like traveling. Um, I'm a constipated motherfucker when I'm traveling. And so it's like, for me, if I can keep my meals the same, it keeps me as regular as possible. So like, that's usually my go-to answer. But even if it's like, I'm just chilling here and, you know, maybe I'm just taking like food to like a function that we're going to together. Like for me, it's just, it's explaining to them like, oh, it looks really good. Like whatever you guys are eating, or maybe it doesn't like, maybe I lie just to like (laughs) save face. But for me, it's just staying accountable. It's optimizing my digestion. And I explained that I don't go for the food. Like I go for the environment. I want to be around people. I want to see what makes other people excited. I want to like learn more about them, what they do. So again, I go for more the culture and the atmosphere rather than just the food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we have a few guests here today and we're going to talk about relationships and bodybuilding. So Ash is with her hubby, Eric. Oh. Hi, Eric. How's it going? Say hi, Eric. <laughs> hi, Eric. And then, um, <laughs> and then I have Tony here, who's my boyfriend. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about how we navigate support through bodybuilding. Um, and like, because we have two different, very different relationships, mm-hmm. like one in length of time. Um, and then also just how we both go about like supporting each other. So like Ashley and Eric are like Ashley's diehard bodybuilder brings her food everywhere and Eric supports the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. Like, but Eric is not diehard bodybuilder. Like he works out, but he's not nearly who, what Ashley does. Yeah. No. What's it, what's it like um, being in a relationship with a couple normies? <laughs> well tony's not a normie tony's, tony's, not tony's normie. one of us hold on before we even like dive into <laughs> one it, of though, okay i'm a normie before, <laughs> what's, what's, what's that like before we even dive into that i have to ask tony a serious question tony what are you drinking what did you get from starbucks yeah it's coffee my man respect like god intended black i love it i love that <laughs> <You're coffee. stupid. laughs> listen Listen, I want to make sure the man wasn't drinking a frappe cappuccino. I had to like, I had to no, see. No, at. at least it's not whiskey. Like, <laughs> no, I can, I can. <laughs> but okay, so Tony is one of us. One of um, us. but Tony is also 
he goes about bodybuilding his own way. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's a lot different than me and Ashley. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong. He just goes about it a different way than we do and always has, and has built muscle that way and does his thing that way. Um, and so like, there's two different types of relationships here where, um, there's two bodybuilders that like on my end, like myself and Tony get it, but Tony does it his own way. And so he gets it in a different way than I get it. And so it's different. Um, whereas you, Ashley and Eric, you support each other differently because Eric, I would say is, I don't want to say normal. It's weird. So it's like, um, it's it's (laughs) like you're, you know, that scene from Pulp Fiction, um, where <laughs> stop it. I already know. We'll, I already know it. <laughs> well, Samuel Jackson's like eating eating the burger and he's like, uh, my girlfriend's vegetarian, so pretty much that basically means I'm vegetarian. It's like that. My wife's a bodybuilder, which like kind of sort of means that I'm a bodybuilder, right? Okay. Not really, but <laughs> you live you're part of the bodybuilding culture and lifestyle. Like you weigh out your food, like you're kind of on a meal plan because you also have goals. But the thing is Do you like, guys go out to dinner? No. Some every once in a while. Every once That's in more a while. of a money thing. It's just yeah. something like cheap as hell. I don't fucking pay for dinner. Yeah, like we just bought a house. So for us, it's like so when you two were dating, were you were you competitive, Ashley? So that's actually a good question. So Eric and I have actually been together for seven years, and yeah. he knew me before I was more the bodybuilding lifestyle. So of course, when we were in high school dating, like of course we'd go on food dates, you know, we'd stay up to like egregious hours in the morning, like, cause fitness wasn't really a part of my lifestyle the way it is now. But as we have grown up together and become adults together, you know, we've learned how to support one another in our different okay. phases and different stages in life. And I think yeah. that's really important. So we kind of like grew up together, which sounds really weird, but like we did, like we became no, it makes sense. adults together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that transition between you deciding to become what you are now and have that lifestyle, it was pretty much Eric kind of fell in line because he already knew you. So it yeah. wasn't, well, oh, I can't take this girl anywhere. I can't, you know, because you guys grew up together. Right. So you we came together. So it, 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 it was much, it, it had to be a much easier transition than trying mm-hmm. to date somebody that just, or get to know somebody that just can't eat at that restaurant. That would be annoying. Yeah. Yeah. We were, uh, we were married when she first like became a vibe. She was like, Hey, I want to do bodybuilding. Right. So it was like, well, we we better figure figure this out. Right. Right. So it was, it was too late at that point. Sorry. Our cats. How were you guys eating in the house before you decided this is what I want to do? Like, was it a drastic transition? Like you go to church and then I give my heart to everything. And now this is my new lifestyle. And Eric's like, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not like it was super seamless. Like there, I think the biggest conflict we have now is like, I don't understand why he doesn't want to take his like not bodybuilding, but I don't understand why he doesn't take his fitness goals more seriously. Like that's a big mental block for me because I'm so fucking serious about my goals. And like, sometimes he just won't track for a few days. And I'm like, what's your body weight at? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, what do you mean you don't know? Like, I just, it, like, for me, it's like the, the wheels are turning, but I'm like, I just don't comprehend. Like, well, what do you mean you don't know? So for me, it was learning to understand that, like, he's a part of my world because he's loving and supportive toward me. So I need to understand that, like, just because he's a part of my world doesn't mean he needs to be in his own world in bodybuilding. And that's sometimes, that's something I still have to work on because again, like he has things, he's more of a jack of all trades type of person. And I'm more of like, 
like a mastering of one type of thing person. And so sometimes that's where our conflict can be, but like he likes a lot of different things. And so I learned how to support him in his different avenues. So that way he feels loved and we have a good um, communication relationship when it comes to just making sure that the other feels heard and the other one is loved in the way that they feel loved the most. When you say, when you say in the way that they feel loved the most, what do you mean by that? So definitely going back to love languages as cheesy as that might be. I mean, even if you're in a new relationship or you've been married for five years or you've been married for a decade, I think it's important to understand like how the other person feels loved and how the other person, like how the other person receives love, but also how they like to give love. I think that can be a lot of conflict in a lot of people's relationships because like for me, like I really enjoy being touched, but then you know, Eric also likes being touched. The thing is like, I am really bad at touching him. This not, is not necessarily like a sexual act. It's more just like, I'm being real. It's more just like, you know, scratching his back or something like that, or like playing with his hair. I'm really bad at doing that because I view acts of service as love, even though that's not necessarily how I receive it. And so for me, it's learning to like, it's hard to do things for you. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's it, like, nothing left to do because she doesn't be like run around the house like cooking <laughs> dinner and doing the laundry and vacuuming and I'll be like what can I help you with and she's like nothing like, and I'll try to do something and she'll be like what are you doing get here because you do it wrong, I do it wrong. <laughs> you guys were cracking up at something I want to know what you were laughing <laughs> okay so okay so well, you said you mentioned love language. Okay, so I sent Tony the the love languages quiz because I felt like there. Did was... you take that, Eric? We oh, read we the read book. The, we, we read the whole ass like, book, my man. Oh, that's a thing. It's a thing, and so I sent it to Tony, and because I was like, I think that I need to know what how I feel loved, because like, so, so I took it right because I don't I don't really know because over time it changes. Like a couple of years ago when I took it my first one was acts of service. Yeah. Now it's words of affirmation and um, it's words of affirmation and quality time. Those are my top two. Whereas a couple of years ago, it was, but my second one was still quality time. And my, what did I say my first one was? It, it just changes. Yeah. It, it changes. And so I was like, I think I've changed over the, since I've like, since I've last taken that. So I think I should probably do it again. So I sent it to him and he's like, this is stupid. Like, I would I like, and I'm like, I would just want to see like, because it's important. Like it's, you're right. It's so important to love your partner in the way that they receive it. Because if you don't like, let's say like, let's say I'm always touching on Tony and that's how I show love. And I'm like, why aren't you like receiving it that way? Well, it might not be the way that he receives it, even though like, even though I'm doing that because I'm trying to show love, if he doesn't receive it that way, then like, I need to find a different way to be able to do that. And it's also hard when you're in bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. So that's why I did it too, because when you're a bodybuilder, you have to find other ways, like, especially when you're in prep, like prep versus off season, all of that, you have to find different ways to show your partner, like, I care about you. And this is how I'm showing you and you need them to be able to receive it and not just say, I hope you receive it. Well, yeah. like, you know, I hope you, I hope you view this as love because it's like, that's not, that that's not realistic to me, to me, at least like you kind of have to have a baseline. Okay. Of like, Tony likes when I do this, it makes him happy when I do that. 
it, he doesn't, even though it makes me happy to do this with him, he might not receive it the same way. So it's important that like, you know, those things. And so that's why I, that's why I wanted you to talk about the question that what you said, because I knew you were going to talk about love languages because I know you. (laughs) So, yeah. And I think it's important. Something that we do very, very frequently is we ask, especially when times are difficult, not necessarily like between our relationship, but you can see the other person just kind of having a hard time. Just asking a simple question like, hey, how can I make you feel loved today? Like, it's going to be different every single day. It's going to be different. Like for me, if he asked me that and I'm having a hard time, it might be like, can we just like have a cuddle night or can we like take a bath together or can we do something that's just peaceful because my life is hectic right now and I just need some, some peacefulness. Yeah. So. For sure. Have you, um, so you've been together while Ashley's in prep, Eric. Yeah. So how do you, how do you support like her and like what y'all have together while she's a little bit, I mean, she's already kind of like, Super Dude, I'm cool. anal. You can just say yeah. I'm anal as you're, hell. Yeah, you're okay. Actually, so you're do you anal. notice? Do you notice her personality change between who she is in prep and who she is outside of prep? So she has two. She is exactly two settings. It is uh, off and full blast. Uh, so it doesn't change for she's in prep when she's in the off season. She weighs out. She weighs out her eggs in the off season she weighs out her eggs to make sure that they're like in the exact no, I right. I don't no. do she doesn't like, change in prep <laughs> it's not like she relaxes it's more like she doesn't change in the off season <laughs> she doesn't relax uh so i mean really to the to the point of the question it's it's about making sure um a that we have the time and space for her to get the things done that she needs to get done mm-hmm. right um and that can be like adjusting the way that we do things. Like if we're going to travel making sure that we, we drive so we can bring all the food or like that we have um, uh, Airbnbs set up that have kitchens and stuff. Uh, but it can also just mean like we adjust some things that we just don't do. Like we don't go out to eat for instance. Mm-hmm. Um, so if something's important to me, I make sure it gets done in a way that um, is not going to s- screw her. Right. Uh, and if it's not important to me, then I'm like, well, we'll just let that go. And that's just not a thing that we do. Right. You know, do so, you ever feel like how many how many preps have you done with Eric? Just one. And I would like to say I only did one prep. It was with a different coach and I was definitely a different person. I was much more on edge, you know, still anal, but like to the point where it was causing me stress and I failed to recognize it. And I was definitely just in a different headspace mentally, not in a positive one. So I think if I were to prep again, it would still be like our very similar lifestyles, but I think the house would be much more peaceful than it would be so sporadic. Because again, I think when I was like during my first prep, like I think I was like on edge a lot because of the job I was in, just where we were at downtown, Mm -hmm. where we were at in our marriage in that stage of life of you not quite having your security clearance yet. So financially we were really like struggling. So we were just in this, this high stress scenario. And because I was new to the sport, I didn't realize that, Hey, this isn't a good time to prep. I just wanted to bodybuild because prep is what I thought all bodybuilding was at the time. So bodybuilding is a selfish sport. That's, that's the cliche job description of bodybuilding is it's it's very very selfish however you two are married 
So it's almost like you got to, Eric, you got to endure just almost as much stress as Ashley does because you, do you kind of just say, all right, it's prep time for her. There's a lot of stuff that I'm going to have to swallow or take in, or I'm just going to have to, you know, kind of be neutral and just a support system and not share how I feel emotionally. For example, you said sometimes you guys have a conversation and you say, you know, how can I love you more? How can I love you better? Would that conversation happen during a prep or Derek, do you just kind of feel like, you know what, I'm going to just hold what I got to say until this thing is over with. Okay. So you, you, first off, you always have to communicate. Okay. 100%. You can't hold on to anything, right? That's a short term solution. Um, you can, I mean, like the most, and I'm, I'm not a person, I, my, emo, I got like the emotional intelligence of the dust bunny. Uh, so I can't, I can't hide my feelings even a little bit. Um, okay. So most I can hold on for something, maybe about 20 minutes. If it seems like, if it seems like right, exactly, exactly now isn't a good time. I'll be like, I'll shut up. I'll shut up about this for about 20 minutes. Um, but really it's about finding ways to communicate things lovingly and to be being honest, right. And accepting that the thing that you might have to say is not necessarily going to make the other person happy, but it's the best thing for your relationship in the long run. And sometimes you just got to take those hits and have a crappy day um, and accept that, you know, if you just stuff this problem down, it's just never going to get addressed and it gets worse and worse and worse. And that conversation is always going to get harder. Yeah. So you've, all, you've always got to communicate. Yeah, I, I feel like for me, like I, ha- I have to address things right away. Like I'm not a I'm not somebody that waits for like, mm-hmm. especially and the reason why is because I I live the bodybuilding lifestyle, right? And it's all about mitigating stress. So if I'm sitting there in an anxiety state, like, or I have something to say, I'm like that all day. And I'm like, I can't have this affect my progress. <laughs> like, that's like literally what I think. But it, it kind of pushes me to like, ha- just communicate things right there and be like, hey, like, and say whatever I need to say to work whatever's going on out. Um, and I know that can be new. I think for Tony, cause he's not that he'll think about things. Um, and so it's like, sometimes I'll, I'll ask a question and it's like, it seems so urgent. It's like, and I have to take a step back and be like, maybe reframing the way I ask or the way that I communicate that. So it doesn't seem like I'm attacking, but more so like I'm trying to be a better partner. Like, so I'm not trying to be super urgent, but at the same time, I'm going to sit here stressed out. Like, and I have to take care of myself because I have 5 million other things I'm thinking about too. And so, um, yeah, that, that's a big one, Eric. It's like communication is huge. And I think it depends on the person, like how they decide to communicate through it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It depends on the person. I think with you two, I mean, I don't know you guys, but being that you guys grew up together, And so it's like, oh, you know, the love of my life wants to follow this endeavor. Now I'm going to support this, you know, Um, where my my thing with um, I haven't been with Brittany during the prep. Um, However, I I understand the bodybuilding lifestyle. Right. So rather than support, you know, the person I grew up with, it's more so that, you know, I get the phases of a prep. I get the phases of this. To where where Eric is comfortable with expressing himself, I would I wouldn't do that. 
because I'm like, that's just the prep. Yeah. That's just this. Or I'm going to give this person the amount of time they need because I know that, you know, she's dieting. Mm-hmm. where she may want that attention from me and I don't communicate that. And, you know, when we do have the conversation, it's just like, well, I know you wouldn't want that to do that anyway, because you're on a time limit. I understand the importance of this. And it's, it's where she would want the, you know, me to, to express myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like my experience with bodybuilding already pr- tells my brain to give her space without even communicating that. And so I think, I'm loving her or I'm being good in a way because I'm not even I'm giving her her time when mm-hmm. maybe she want would want my time or want me to communicate anyway. So it's like a give or take or having that experience and like relating what I believe a prep is and then just like assuming that I'm doing something good because I'm not communicating or telling her how I feel. It could be a, not the healthiest thing in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. One thing I would I would encourage you to consider is um, not every conversation about a problem needs to be about solving the problem, right? Uh, because there's plenty of, plenty of times where, you know, something happens or she's really stressed out or something like that. And we, we got to talk about it because I'm like, I've got some stuff that we need to talk about. We need to, I need to say these things, you know, but it doesn't necessarily always have to be in the moment a conversation about, well, how do we solve this in the long run? Sometimes it can, it's like, hey, I think you're taking it a little hard today. <laughs> yeah. Maybe think about, cooling off a little bit and I get it and I'll give you some space and I'll give you some time, whatever you need. But I just want to let you know, I think you're being really hard on yourself right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, and it doesn't have to be like, Oh, well, this is how we're going to solve this in the future. And this is how we're going to do this and that, you know, it doesn't have to, you don't have to solve the problem. Um, but like for me, for me, at least what we found that works is just like bringing it up yeah, recognizing that's there because usually that perspective is enough for her to be like, man, I, I am being hard on myself. You know, it doesn't exactly fix it, right? Uh, she's just that type A kind of person who wants to be wants to be better, and that's just you know, it's something that that's just one of the way, ways her brain ticks, right? Um, but bringing the problem into the light can sometimes can make it easier to solve down the road. How do you go on? Um, like, so Ashley, like you're really on it. You're really anal, since, <laughs> but how do you go on dates? So like, I imagine this is the thing about you two is that you've been together for seven years. So I imagine you've experienced a lot together within those seven years without bodybuilding. So yeah. it's not like, it's like, I have to experience this with you like today, like, because you've already done a lot. Um, and now you're into bodybuilding and it, it's more, it feels appropriate to just kind of chill and to find things that work for her lifestyle, even if they're not what you would do years ago. So I imagine like first for a new couple, like it kind of is important to go out. It kind of is important to socialize and to make, it's like, it's, it's important. That's part of like the dating process, but you've passed that. So like, how do you go on dates now? Like, how do you create time for each other now? Yeah. So I want to um, just like address something you said. It's not like I find things that fit her lifestyle. Okay. It's more like, um, I make sure there's room in, in my life and in our lives for the things that she needs to do. And then once she does those things, she starts to fit in all the things that, you know, I want to do. Right. Cause I'm like, a, I like, I, I'm not like a, a, a one trick pony or whatever. 
you know, I've, I like, um, I like to brew beer. I like to shoot guns. I like to uh, play video games with my buddies. I like to uh, go hiking and backpacking, you know, um, I like going beer tasting. I like running around with the cats, having campfires. I, I like all kinds of stuff. I got like a wide variety of interests. Um, so really what happens is uh, after we have the space for, for the big thing that she needs, cause that's her, that's her hobby. That's her career. That's her long-term goals. Right. After we make space for those big things like that, um, she's actually pretty good at making sure the rest of our time is filled with 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 stuff that I like to do. So how do we go on dates? Uh, we do stuff that I want to do. It's mm. <laughs> basically what we do. Yeah, that's, no, like that's that's great. Like I feel like <laughs> like actually do you, so you guys go beer tasting, you guys do those things that no. he just said. No, she doesn't do that. Like, like I don't taste the beer with him, but so like, you're just I there. Would, yeah, so I will be there. Like, I might bring my water bottle, or if like the place is pretty chill, like I mean, usually coffee dates are pretty big because we really both like coffee. Um, but yeah, if we go to like a beer tasting, or like you know, for example, like something that I tried to do for him is he wants to be an entrepreneur one day himself, and so he was looking into different avenues of how maybe how he wanted to own his own business, and he really got into the idea since he enjoys like brewing beer that maybe he wanted to distill whiskey and do kind of like the clear the, the spirit route if you will well I was like well hey like my coaching business hasn't really like popped off yet like I'm just sitting at home just researching or whatever but I could get a part-time job at a distillery even if it's on a bottling line like it's still something I still learn a little bit about the trick of the trade and so I applied to work at a distillery downtown and I've been there for about eight months now and yeah I don't know how to like distill whiskey from you know beginning to end but I at least see processes I make observations seeing how the workflow is between like the front of staff that's serving the actual alcohol to customers and then the back of the house that's like bottling whiskey or doing stuff like that so like that was one way I was able to support him and just support his dream because he's so supportive of mine so let me ask you this Eric so it's Ashley's time, right? She did her thing, whatever prep, all that. We gave her her time, and now it's day or it's your it's your time. And it's like, cool. I want to go camping with the cats and run around, or I want to go yeah, beer tasting exactly, and all that. Exactly and she goes right, and you love it because she's experiencing something with you, and you have your girl's time. However, right. you know you're having your your beer and your you. Do you feel like, man, I, I wish she could enjoy this flavor, this taste with me at this beer? You know, she's just here. But is she really here because, you know, she's enjoying her water and I'm enjoying my beer and I'm kind of in the moment. And she's like, she's just here supporting me through what I like to do. OK, so I'm going to take way longer than I need to, to answer your question. No, please. Um, <laughs> do your thing. So so to me, the most um, when I was always growing up they would always say that the most important thing in your relationships have the same values. Uh, and I had no idea what that meant. Um, I figured that meant like having the same values was like going to the same church or something like that. Uh, but what I realized later is what they really meant to say is the most important thing, the thing that makes a relationship work the, the most easily, the thing that makes it work the best is having the same priorities. Right. So ideally, Ideally, you meet a person who has the exact same priorities that you do, you know, um, in, a, in a way kind of like where you guys are with fitness, maybe not, not the exact same thing. Right. But, you know, uh, Tony, I, like I know you're much more of a bodybuilder than I am. Right. Uh, so you're that you're there. Not lately. 
doing that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, yeah, please. Yeah, I mean, you, you own a fucking gym, man. <laughs> you guys have very similar priorities, right? So that's I think that's going to make things easier for you in the long run. Now, if you can't have the same priorities, right, then you want overlapping priorities, right? And maybe maybe you, maybe maybe that feels like it, it fits better for you guys, right? Um, so like if you're, you know, the best thing would for be to have a relationship basically between bodybuilders, right? Two people who both want each other to succeed and both want to live this particular lifestyle, just like it would be the best thing to have to a relationship between, you know, um, two big socialites, for instance, people who want to go out and party and meet people together, right? People who want to spend their time and their money in the same way. Um, but if you can't have that, then you want something, um, you want overlapping priorities, right? Like maybe you've got a person who loves to, I don't know, like host people at their house, right? They just love having people over and it's really important to them. That's how they like to spend their time and their money. And then there's another person who likes having a really nice home, you know, and they want to spend their time and money making their house better and making their living situation better. Well, those people have overlapping priorities. They're very similar, right? They work well together because obviously the person who loves having people over is going to be you know, happy having a nicer house. And the person who wants a nicer house is going to be happy being able to show it off, right? And if you can't have that, then what you have to do is you have to find ways to support the other person's priorities, right? You have to make space for them and make sure that there's enough time and that there's enough money for those things, right? Um, and I'll never get to the point where bodybuilding is, an, a, uh, is, is like a priority for me, right? I'll never really care about bodybuilding for myself. I, it's, it's, just, it's just not something I'll ever be into, right? But I care about it for her. So I'll be that skinny guy in the back of the room, clapping my, clapping my ass off <laughs> when she's on stage, you know, and she'll be that, um, that beautiful buff goddess next to me <laughs> and all, all, all the other nerds at the beer tasting. <laughs> beautiful buff goddess. You know, you find, you find ways to, uh, you find, I mean, I swear next, you next to all those Charles, all the, all the girls in Charleston are like crazy tiny. It's weird. It's weird seeing her next to them because she would like eat them um, <laughs> after she weighed them out, of course. Anyways, that's not my point. My point is that um, you have to, if you can't do one of those first two things, if you can't have the same priorities, then you have to be there to support each other. So of course, I know she's not going to make like um, brewing a priority for herself. You know, she doesn't really care about that for her. Um, so, and I would never expect her to. So the fact that she can care about it for me, you know, makes me feel loved. So even if she's, you know, would I love to share a beer with her? Sure. You know, like that would be us having the same priorities. That'd be the best thing ha that could happen. Right. But I can't expect that, you know, you can't expect a person to, to change their priorities like that. The most that you can expect is that they're supportive of you. It's a good answer. That was like Thanks. a plus wow. answer. Yeah, it's a really good answer. I literally, I prepped that literally all week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's good, man. No. Yeah, no, now, now I can't, now I can't have my rebuttal question to Ashley. You answered it. No, that was good. Because I was going to ask you, Ashley. Because, all right, so between Brittany and you, Ashley, you guys bodybuild when she was like, Tony, bodybuilds a different way, right? 
Well, today's climate of bodybuilding is a lot healthier, I would say, than when I was doing it or when I was into it. So, you know, today it's about, you know, sustaining this lifestyle as long as you can, the healthiest way possible. So that's why, you know, it's you, you two are almost always on. You don't you go out and you're like, uh, you know, don't cook that in that oil. Don't do this. Don't do that. Whatever, 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 you know. The only reason I ever got into bodybuilding was to win. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was that that was it. It's just Formula One. It's NASCAR. Like, I'm not trying to have an energy car and get the amount of miles with this gas. No, like, put whatever I got to put so I can go 100, 200 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. And so that's it. That's how that's how I would um, that's how I would train. So that's the biggest difference. So do you, you know, when you're out with your husband, um, you know, well, even you, cause like I'll go out with her and I enjoy the heck he's out point, of He's pointing at Brit right now. <laughs> yeah, he's pointing at me. Everybody on the audio. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to a camera. I'm thinking you see what we're doing. But yeah. So if I'm out, you know, and I'm having a drink or I'm eating, you know, my two cheeseburgers and, and whatever, are you looking at it? Like, man, like th- what is this guy doing to himself? Like, I wish he would just like let up a little bit and, and kind of, kind of you know redirect how he's eating there's so many other ways he can get that those calories and that nutrients by eating this that and that or are you looking at it like i'm supportive wife or i'm supportive girlfriend he's in his element and enjoying himself like he's in the audience churn my buff ass got itself off like do, yeah, is I it, think both of you oh okay yeah <laughs> um okay so when you do that um <laughs> i guess I at first I did when I when we first started hanging out yeah I was like what is he doing like I was like but I real I had to realize like there's just a different way he goes about it and there's a different level of there's a different level of commitment to him right now so like he does his thing and he does what he enjoys based on how he feels Mm -hmm. for me it's not about how I feel it's about what's optimal for my body. So like, um, I don't, when I, again, at first I was like, oh my gosh, like, what is he doing? But now I don't really think much of it because that's who he is. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just who he is. And I like who he is. That's why I'm with him. And so, um, I want him to be happy and have that burger and fries. That makes like five burgers and fries. If that's what he wants. I just don't want him to hurt himself. Um, are there things that I know I could maybe mentor on a little bit, like, you know, supplement selection and like, what are you doing outside of when we go out to eat type of thing? Like, do I try there a little bit? Yeah. But I, I really try not to overstep my boundaries. I really try it. Cause at the, like I gave him a meal plan, for example, mm-hmm. now, whether or not, and I told him, I said, whether or not you, de- you choose to, to stay on that or not, I, is up to you, but I'm not, I'm going to act like I'm not here. Like, you know, when you do fuck up, I'm not going to sit there and be like, what are you doing? Like, I'm going to, I don't think eating out is fucking up, but that's, but, but the the way that you do. It's a hot take. So like, listen to me. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. So like, I'm listening. So I want him to be who he is with me. Mm -hmm. So that's my, then that's my main priority as his girlfriend which probably wouldn't make me like the best coach for him because I want him to do what makes him happy. However, 
sometimes I do try to like mentor a little bit, but at the same time, I don't want to overstep my boundaries because he has his own way again, that he does bodybuilding. And there's my own way where he's like, there's some shit that I do that he's like, why do you do that? Like, and he doesn't comprehend it either. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's, there's a connect, but then there's a very drastic like way that he does things and that I do things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm cognizant of that. And ultimately, like, I just want him to feel comfortable being himself. Like I wouldn't want him to be with me and we're out. And he's like, I can't get what I want because Brittany's right here. Like, no, like I want him to be who he is with me because that's what he wants. I wouldn't want him to be with somebody else. And then he can get what he wants because he can be himself, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so I just, my priority is that he is who he is. And I do try to mentor a little bit, but I also don't want to like do too much because he has his own mind. He has, he makes his own choices. So yeah, it's hard because you have the coach hat, but then you also have like the wife or the girlfriend hat. And so you have to kind of balance those two hats, especially if they're coming to you for help. So I definitely struggled in the beginning when Eric's like, yeah, can you help me with like my macros or make me a meal plan or training plan, stuff like that. I definitely wore my coach hat too much and not my wife hat. And that caused a lot of friction because again, he doesn't take his bodybuilding as seriously as I do. And, you know, I mean, you can attest to this if for one of my athletes, like I hold you to a high standard because you're paying me to. The problem is I failed to recognize that Eric was my husband at the time. So I thought of him more as a client than a, than a husband when it came to having that better balance. So now it's like, I understand that like he has a fitness goal and, but it's on him to make that happen. And if he has questions for me, then I'm happy to answer them. But at the end of the day, like, I'm still his wife. So I need to make sure that like, yes, I give him the education to make the best decisions for him. But there are also times where I'm like, Hey, like you haven't had like fast food in like a month. Like, do you want to get Chick-fil-A tonight? And like, I'll still have my meals, but he'll have like a spicy chicken sandwich and waffle fries. Is that the best thing for him? No, of course not. But at the same time, like he has to live too. Like he's choosing to support me in my goals. I can support him to have like a bourbon when you know, his dad comes down for the holidays. Like, again, I don't like alcohol because it's just terrible for you. But at the same time, like it's important to him. So because it's important to him, it's important to me that he has a better relationship with alcohol versus, you know, a total prohibition because that's just not, it's just not feasible. It's just not realistic because it's important to him to have that time either with bonding with his dad or because he has interest in alcohol, like it's important to him. So it's important to me that, you know, he enjoys it, that he's not like getting shit based, which you don't, you don't, but like, it's been a while. It, yeah, it's been a while. It's been like college, but at the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think probably, I don't know if you feel like this is, this is the case, but I think probably the point that you're at now is it seems like, it seems like when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm, when I'm fucking up to, for, for Brit, for Brit's words, um uh you're you're more like if you are concerned you're concerned as my wife yeah because you're like he has to i I only get one of him Mm. he has to last me a while whereas i'm thinking i'm not going second (laughs) not gonna be left behind i hate that so much i hate that so much (laughs) that's my favorite joke ever it's so bad morbid but yeah i definitely have better understood my role in supporting him as his wife and not being so much coach heavy. Cause again, like it needs to be his decision in the same way that someone would hire us to be their coach. It's their decision. You know um, I think it's just important to understand that like 
you're a tool for them that they can ask questions and you can provide resources and provide education and input um, as they ask. But at the end of the day, like you were with that person because you love them and you can't ask them to change because you want them to change in this way. Like they have to want to change for themselves or grow in a different avenue or a different way that they need to grow in. So it's just about loving the person and supporting them and just being there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like Tony asked me what I think love is like a while ago on his podcast. He has a podcast too. He's just not, no. he's just absent on it. No. He's just absent. Um, and he, and I told him, um, allowing somebody to be who they are and you're able to be yourself with them. And again, like, like goes like, you're not sitting there looking at Eric with his whiskey, like, oh my gosh, you can't have your whiskey. Like, that's who he is. That's what he mm-hmm. likes. And so it's important to you that that's it. And it's, I think in, especially when you're doing bodybuilding, like it has to be about like what's important to the other person and supporting them through that. Um, and so I think like the greatest form of love is to allow that person to just be who they are with you so that they can come to you for anything and they can talk to you about anything. And they're not like, a, they're not afraid of you. Right. Like, cause that, that again, like that's not a relationship. That's like a, um, being held hostage. So we yeah. don't want that. <laughs> I think, um, the best for those that are in a relationship that are very, very competitive in bodybuilding, I think having a partner who, you know, supports the sport, but doesn't live the life 100% like the other, I think that's brings some type of balance to the relationship because I know when I was competitive I don't I couldn't imagine it would be hard to sustain a re- I think it would be very difficult to sustain a relationship between you know how I bodybuild and then like the time that I need to give my girlfriend because you almost become like absent-minded and numb in a, in a lot of ways when you're dieting and you're, 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 you're always eating for purpose. So I'm either eating to grow or, you know, I'm eating to sustain what I grew and get rid of, you know, the, whatever fat, so I can bring this body and, and represent display. And, and that will take over your mind and everything. And I almost feel like one person is always going to take a back seat. And so even though it, it may seem that, um, it's a partnership and you're able to, uh, able to come together in that light, I almost feel like, and I'm not going to talk for you, Eric, or, or for anybody in that position, but I almost feel like, you know, it's like, okay, this is, she's going through this right now. Like, this is my time to kind of just let her transform into what she's going to transform. Now, if it's two hardcore bodybuilders doing that at the same time, I think it'd be like just two positive or negative magnets, you know, just biting yeah. But, you know, I got to eat at this time. You got to eat at this time. I need to be in the gym at this time. You guys are so regimented and you become almost in a way where like, I'm just so efficient. I have, I have no time for nothing else other than, you know, getting on that stage and, and, and growing. I, I don't know if you can sustain a healthy lifestyle like that. The way you two do it, maybe, but the way that I've always bodybuild where it's just like, you don't have time for nothing. This is it. You know, it, I, I don't know. So I think the fact that I understand the lifestyle and I'm not I'm not as competitive as I once was, 
I can enjoy my love for it through Britney. And mm-hmm. it's almost like I see like how I used to be and how I was. But if I was still in it, I don't know if 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 I would if we would be able to connect in the way that we're connecting now. I, I don't because it's a very, very difficult lifestyle. So That's I think that balance, I think that balance between you two and and like I said, and us and where I'm at now, I kind of think that's almost the glue that um, that that helps hold this together. I think it depends, too, though, like because some people can make it work in prep. I think it depends on how you feel about the person, though. It depends on how how important it is, like their priorities are to you as well. Like, I know when you get into prep, like you, you do change, but like, I know I'm very self-aware when I'm in prep. I know when I'm starting to change, I, I know it's not going to be hard for us. I know that because I know myself and I'm super aware of when I start acting funny or when I'm tired, it, it might, it might just be that I'm tired, mm-hmm. like, or when I don't, I'm not really showing as much effort. It's just like about pick, you'll have to pick up or the other person will have to pick up where I can't like, and then that's how that continues because there's going to be a point in prep. And I'm sure that you felt it where like, Ashley, like you can't give as much as you could if you're in the off season, as much energy, as much sex, as much like all of that shit. Like, and like Eric has to pick up where you can't for a short amount of time. Um, And then when you're back, you're back. And so, and, and that's important in prep too, I think is understanding and at any time in a relationship, not just prep, that there's always a balance, like not every, it's not realistic to think every person in the relationship can give a hundred percent every single moment because they can't like, they've got lots of other things in their life and they're an individual too, Mm -hmm. but it's all about like this kind of balancing act where like, okay, Brittany's busy, like really busy right now with her coaching. And so I'm going to pick up on the other end or Ashley, you might be busy with your things. And so Eric might pick up um, or yeah. vice versa. Maybe he gets another job or he has to travel or something and you pick up that energy, you know? So that's important to, to understand too. Let me ask you this, Eric. So you, you've seen Ashley compete, I'm guessing. I have. So now when, what, what, uh, what division do you compete in Ashley? <laughs> so I competed <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> uh, um, I competed in bikini in 2019. She doesn't want to say it. Oh, you don't like bikini? No. It wasn't, it's not the division. It was my experience with gotcha. bodybuilding. So it's it literally, it's night and day difference. So now I mean, it's figure. Now it's figure. <laughs> I, would say, I would say, yeah, I say you compete. This is this is always the weird thing, right? Is you don't compete on competition day. You compete in the years prior. That's the right? that's a sport. So yeah, one hundred percent. As figure, even if you haven't stepped on stage, I think you still compete as figure. Um, I agree with. What that. was your question, Tony? <laughs> no, I didn't, well, I wanted my question was going to be this, um, but I agree with that. I don't think. Um, real quick, not to segue, but I, the, um, the sport of bodybuilding, whatever division you compete in, it's the, the amount of time that it took you to obtain the physique that you present in that one day, that one day isn't, isn't the sport. It's the, the amount of discipline, the dieting, the cardio, the waking up at every, the same hour, every day, you know, every day is Monday in bodybuilding every day, whether it's new year's, Christmas, your birthday, a funeral, 
it's it's I got to eat at this time. And if I don't, it, it, it messes up your entire day. So that whole discipline and that that mental strength that you have is is the freaking sport. And that's what people don't see. They only see that body that's on stage and then it becomes this vain, you know, sport that just has a weird lifestyle that nobody understands but they don't they don't understand the preparation and um and and a lot of the mental um um obstacles you have to overcome to even get to that point where you can present that awesome physique however my question to you my brother is um so when you were watching her on stage did you start were you just like the cheerleader in the crowd or did you start to understand or watching her body change? Did you start to understand like, okay, what the judges are looking for and kind of knowing, okay, I know what she needs to work on now and, uh, and, and actually getting into the sport or were you just there? Like, Nope, this is what she wants to do. I'm just Mr. Supportive. Or did you kind of start to say, let me learn about this a little bit and let me figure out why they put her here, why that person's there you know, what, what does this mean? This one's dry. This one's hard. Did you, did you, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like football fan level for, for bodybuilding. Now I'm like, let me see what these, let me see what these girls are doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, those are some weak glutes. <laughs> so, okay, cool. So, all right. So that's going to bring me to my next question. Yeah, yeah. I don't, what can we, are we like, is this open? Like, can we talk? Yeah, it's open. No, yeah, you we'll can crack it wide open. Well, all right. So, okay, I'll so edit it out later. You understand bad. how the sport is judged. So, um, do you have a, like a relationship with a coach? Or do you know the coach? Like, do you... I have met him. Oh, it's Dominic. It's Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's oh, Mark. okay, cool. I know Mark. Got you. Then what? So, all right. So now that you understand, I don't know if you do or not, but as far as gear goes, right? So it's like, do you, are you involved or do you have any seg or any, any, um, any say so when a protocol is given, you know, do you have any like, uh, yes, yeah. go all the way. I get the sport. Or yes. you know what? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? So, about <laughs> so, so I have, um, I have, I, I maintain, I maintain veto power, mm -hmm. um, uh, and my my rules are that she has to be happy and healthy and safe. Mm -hmm. And if it breaks one of those three things, I'm like, nope, that's it. You're not doing that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and there's been a couple there's been a couple times where she's had some pushback. Uh, and we've had some long conversations about stuff like that. Um, but yeah, mo most mostly what I'm concerned about is like uh, a number one is is this going to be dangerous for you, right? Are you going to hurt yourself doing this? Uh, and that's obviously my primary concern. Um, and number two is like, it, it, I mean, it's, it's just, are you going to break the bank doing this? How much money do you need for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And she's, she, I mean, she pays, she pays for her own, her own bodybuilding. Like she makes, she makes enough um, with like coaching and stuff to, to get it paid for. So it's not like we're, we're, we're dying doing it. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, you know, those are my, I mean, those are my primary concerns, you know, I, on, 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 on most things, I basically just trust her because I know she's, she's the expert, but I do typically have her explain things to me, you know, because I know at the same time, even though she's the expert, you can't always be the expert for yourself. Yeah. Um, I think Mark is, a. I mean, I, he's a good coach in the fact that I know he prioritizes health and his athletes, right. Which obviously makes me feel a lot better. 
Um, so yeah. Hey, I got a, I got a question. I, I want to transition if that's okay. I have a question for you, Tony. What's up? You, you're, I mean, you're a, <laughs> you're a, you're a former bodybuilder. Is that, is that how you phrase that? Former bodybuilder? I, I don't even like, I've competed. You were bodybuilding know. adjacent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You've competed. You've competed. You're like, so, so you're, would you describe yourself as like a, a fairly type A person, person who's kind of after it? After it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe not bodybuilding specifically, but things in general. Things in general, if I want it, yes. If I'm passionate about it, you know, I've had to learn, unfortunately, you know, you know that term jack of all trades, master of none. Mm -hmm. You know, I I've become that. the jack of all trades in a lot of things, but the master of none, you know, based on what I'm passionate about. And then the older you get, it's kind of like, you know, you kind of just have to narrow something down mm -hmm. and, and, and just be disciplined to that, whether or not it makes you feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, as when it comes to bodybuilding, I mean, I was, uh, man, I, I loved it. That was like my first love, mm -hmm. 100%. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was I was um, on it, as, as you said, that was it. And, it, and it, it was almost come to the point where, you know, that passion was almost a little too dangerous, you know, because of, you know, just what the sport entails and, and, and what I was willing to do. But, um, but yeah, when it, when it came to bodybuilding, 100% on it. Yeah. I would have, I would have done anything. Yeah. yeah yeah it was it was i was different for sure i, I get where i get where you're i get where you're coming from i like i really like what you said about um jack of all trades i think uh one, one metaphor that i heard one time that i feel like really describes it really well is um you know everybody everybody thinks about finding your passion like there's one thing out there that's perfect for you but that's not really what it's like it's almost like um it's it's, it's almost like fishing when you're young you get to explore a whole bunch of different spots right and find where you're going to catch a lot of fish and find where you're going to be successful you know and some spots are beautiful and you love being there and, and some spots you catch a lot of fish right um and then as you get older what you get to do and the, the the great part of kind of like growing in the things that you enjoy is that uh you get to find the spots that you really really like and hone your ability to catch fish there right you get to find the things that you really really like to do and gradually get better at them. And there's something that's just real satisfying about gradually getting better at something. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Um, all that all that to ask this, what's your thing right now, Tony? My what are thing you doing right, right now? now? <laughs> yeah. My thing right now is just, Me? yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get dumped because I'm Good a answer. Good answer, Tony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing how right you said that in Britt's voice. <laughs> Yeah, that's my, my thing right now is, um, dude, when I was bodybuilding, okay, I didn't, um, my future was 16 weeks, 20 weeks. That's how I lived. So the minute 16 weeks happened, I didn't care if I lost my job. I didn't care if I had to quit my job. I didn't, I didn't give a shit, okay? I would tell myself that, you know, I have six, like, this is 16 weeks of life. Like, I would tell myself if, if you know, this that analogy, how a motivation pre preacher would talk, or even a, a pastor would tell you, if somebody told you you have four weeks to live, what would you do with the rest of your life? 
And so when 16 weeks hit, that's what I would tell myself. I would li- I would put it into my head that I have 16 weeks of life left. And that's what that's what this prep is. And so all of my life went into that 16 weeks. By the time I was done with it, you know, I would get into like a little mild depression because everything I had was in that. So I've had to learn over the years how to how to how to balance that out. So I can't do bodybuilding unless I'm I'm in that mentality, which is not healthy. So um, my my thing now is I hate trying to say, you know, be normal, but it's just kind to um, getting better at things, like you said, that I, I, I doubted myself to be able to do. I've always looked at myself like bodybuilding is going to be it. Like I used to tell my, I remember telling my mom one day and I made her cry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. She goes, um, what did she say? I remember what I said, but um, she was talking about like me getting old. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm dying when I'm 50. Like that's, that's who I am. Like I'm going to die doing this. I'm the guy that got gets found in the hotel room, you know? Yeah, it was bad. But I, I remember telling her that and she just, she wept, but I was just, but I, like, that's what, but that's what, that was me and bodybuilding, you know? It's sensitive to bring up right now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but it's, it's bad, but you know, that's where it was. That's where I was with it. You know, I was, I was in the military, you know, and I, I met a lot of guys. I just, there's something every man is willing to give everything for that somebody else doesn't understand 100% okay there's that service man that kisses his wife goodbye kisses his kids goodbye you know but whatever he puts himself in front of or whatever he did it's justified and bodybuilding was the only thing that made everything that I'm giving to it justified there was no other options there was no other alternatives it was the only thing that I had where I didn't have to talk to somebody and say, hey, what do you think about this? You think this is a good idea? Let me let me get a mentor on this. No, it was just a definite, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing this. I get a residual. I go to the gym and I squat till I puke. And the next day I see results in my legs. You know, I go to work, I bust my ass. It's not reflected on my paycheck. But I go to the fucking gym and I whoop my ass and I live this lifestyle and it's seen. Like this is proven, you know? So... I, I've had to, um, so that's my challenge. My challenge is just believing that I'm good in, in other areas in life and putting that, that energy into that and making that grow. Like it's, it's my bodybuilding. Um, you brought up passion. You know, I believe people should, should, um, chase their passion, but you're only, you're given a small window to do that. You're given a very small window to do that. And when you feel it in such a young age, you got to pursue it unrelenting without stopping. And then only then will you actually get there and be able to say like, yes, I created my, you know, I did this thing. If you don't later on in life, then you start to realize or you start to get uh, comfortable with other things because, you know, you lost that one thing that you really love, that you really wanted to pursue. And that window of opportunity is closed. So now you got closure from that and you're just able to dabble in other things that suffice. But, you know, I, I do, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going off, but I'm coming back to what you said about passion, but I do think there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a certain window that people have 
where it's like, oh, no, you can do this. So when I met her and um, she was on, you know, I saw how great she was in bodybuilding, you know, I saw that passion. And so I was like, you know, I kind of wanted to be her support system where it's like, no, you can actually do this and do it the right way and like go all the way and actually feel like, you know, I'm one and many out of the world that was passionate about something and accomplished it. So anyway. You know, you know what is absolutely fucking wild to me, man, is that uh, in, in, a, in a way, we, I mean, like hearing about your philosophy, that is that's intense. I was here that's, for it. I was that's like hard he's stuff. He's, he's uh, a very intense man. I, I, <laughs> I feel exactly the opposite. <laughs> and it's so interesting that. No, but that's what I like about you because you're really like, you're yeah, smiling, it, you're real calm and collective. And I was, and I, and I think that's, that's a, that's a whole nother, uh, like that is the way you feel about me being intense is the way I feel about, as, about your dynamic, mm-hmm. the way that you are. Yeah, exact same way. Because I mean, for, for me, for me, um, if you, if you, I mean, if you were going to describe, describe me in one where you would call, I would say I was a backpacker, right? Like I've climbed mountains and stuff and I get, I, for, on some extent, I've gotten mountain fever, right? When you get into like, oh my God, I get to get to the top. But what you always realize when you get to the top is that you never conquered the mountain. You were just there, right? And you're just going to walk some more and then the sun's going to rise again tomorrow and you're going to see what you're going to see, Right. But there's never, you get to see a lot with life and you get to a lot, learn a lot. You get to go and be in different places, but you never really conquer anything. The, the accomplishments, um, you know, at the end of the day are just a means of getting to the actual physical, the place that you want to be, right? So in a way, you know, am I, am I motivated to get things done sometimes? Yeah, but it's because I, it's because I want to, do them not necessarily because I feel like you know this will be the end every day you know I I want to when I get things done I'm always like this is great and tomorrow the sun is going to rise again and someday this will be over right everything and like that is temporary and in a way I find comfort in that right I'm never at like 16 weeks is the end I'm more like in 16 weeks this won't matter right because after the competition's over, it's just going to be something that happened in the past. Um, and it's so interesting to me because I, I'm, I'm sure you feel like that, like that is the opposite of how, you, at least how you thought. I don't know if it's how you think now, but I know that's probably the opposite of how you thought, right? And it's so interesting to me that we're in the same situation in many ways right now and both trying to figure out, you know, well, how do I support this person that I care about? You being someone who... I'm sure understands, right? You can support because you understand, right? Because you were, I mean, it almost sounds like you were more type A than she is, right? Where you were so hard after it. You're like, this is everything. Uh, Whereas me, I'm like, this is a thing that will happen in our lives. And someday when it's over, I'll ask you to stop. Yeah, and that's healthy, man. That's that's (laughs) really, 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 really good. Yeah, for sure. I don't know and, about healthy, but yeah, well, I mean, no, it's and I, I feel like, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I, I know athlete, Ashley is like on it, but I mean, it's good to have that in your corner. It's good to have that, that way of thinking in your corner where it's like, you know, you hear that 
and it it'll bring you back, you know, to some so, to kind of stable where you need to be. It's like you know you're in the gym and you got your headphones on and you're just high intense, and then you take them off and the calm is there. Yeah. And that's what Eric is. He's you taking the headphones off, and it's like boom. Now we're back to being, you know. Yeah. So that's really good. That's really good, man. I think like for me, the way the way that myself and Ashley do bodybuilding gives us room to be able to have a, a good relationship. Whereas I think like back in the mindset you might have been in, you're right. Like we probably wouldn't have been able to work because you didn't really have room like to do that. Like you don't when you feel that way, because I felt that way the exact same way he he described my second prep. Mm -hmm. Like I was like when I went to the USA's, I I was com a completely different person. I did not give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about anybody or anything mm -hmm. like, and that was all that mattered. And all I cared. And after that, that prep, I prepped for with diet breaks. So people that are listening, don't go crazy for 30 weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also had a couple of shows in between then. And, but I remember just not caring about anything else, but I had no room for it. And I was also not that healthy at mentally. I wasn't mentally like very healthy. Now I know I'm very mentally healthy, or at least I try to be um, a lot more than I used to, but I know that I have enough room in me and enough uh, sort of habits, like better habits to be able to have a relationship. Whereas before I didn't really have that. And I was just like, oh, if they're not doing it with me, I guess I just can't be with them. It was like that. It was like, there was no way that I could have that room. I, I wasn't, I also wasn't mature as an athlete yet. So I had no ma athlete maturity. So that what you're talking about is a lot of maturity yeah. in, in bodybuilding. And you, in order to have a, a loving relationship in bodybuilding, you have to be mature. You, you can't be immature. This is like one of those things. I'm, I'm usually not an absolute person. I'm always like, it depends, but that is something that's absolute. You're pretty absolute. Am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well, never mind. Yeah, um, well, <laughs> absolutely. You have to be mature in bodybuilding to have a successful, mentally healthy, loving relationship with someone else. You do. Um, and if you're not there, you have to grow into it. Um, because I see, I see a lot like relationships tend to, to falter when the athlete is too immature in the beginning and they don't grow out of it and they stay that way. Um, and they're unable to grow and it's because of maybe people don't tell them what they like. My mom straight up called me a bitch during my, my prep time has been like, you are a bitch. You need to fucking stop. Like, and so those are like, sometimes like when you don't have people there to tell you like how it is, you don't really know like what you're doing because your hormones are so fucked up and you're dieting oh. things like that. Like, um, but it, it comes with athlete maturity and also like wanting the person enough to do it so do you guys train together so in we, the gym we yes and also sometimes no um like there will be times where i'll be like hey can you come yell at me or hey like you know what's your like, what's what's eric yelling at you what do you say eric like, have videos <laughs> oh really i gotta go watch. i can do it, It'll be do like, it. Come, on, come on come and on like, like it actually Fucking get it <laughs> He like doesn't say that at all. He's just like, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, motherfucker, like say anything me. else. Anything else. I anything can't think else. of anything else to say. 
like like for me it's like how well, i yeah, train him like, yeah and how, like he, got- how i train him and how he trains me is a little bit different but you know that's again how you have to communicate because if he's just in my face being like come on like every two seconds like that's not encouraging to me that's fucking annoying right yeah. or he might be counting my reps and it's like okay well don't count my reps i don't count my reps because it's messing with me thinking about my tempo or activation or something so it's again going back down to communication and being like hey like when you were coaching me one First off, I appreciate you for doing that because I'm taking away from your lift, from maybe your zone or whatever it is that when you're lifting. So one, I appreciate you doing this. And two, you saying what you're saying, I don't receive it how you're intending it. And three, if you say this, this way or whatever, I'm going to receive it better and I'm going to be able to push harder and I'm just going to be better mentally. So that way, once the set is done, because again, it's temporary, you know, we ha- will have a better, stronger relationship, either as training partners or as husband and wife. That's, so that's what I'm always thinking about in the gym is our, the strength of our relationship as husband and wife. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so to answer your question, we go to the gym together and I tried my best to encourage her and we've been working, I've been working on trying to be like better at being a gym partner, right? Like obviously the ideal scenario would be to have like her have like, like Brit, if you want to move down. <laughs> and you guys can train together or something like that. that I would, would love to move in a cheaper area. Ideal. <laughs> well, normally, normally Charleston, South Carolina is not is not cheaper, but I think for you it probably would be. <laughs> it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. on out. I believe it. So you guys train like the same muscle groups, or is it some days you you got something you got something? I love deadlifting. God, oh, nice. He just doesn't. Yeah. Um, sometimes we will. So like we might train the similar body parts, not necessarily together, but for the sake of time. So for example, it's like, Hey, I'm training back and hamstrings today. Well, because I'm training legs, my day's going to be a little bit longer. So why don't you train legs? Not so we can train together per se, but just so that way, you know, he's not waiting like half an hour for me. You know, he's able, we're able to finish around the same times. So that way we can leave together or something like that. But yeah, but we're not like standing at the same piece of equipment, swapping back and forth and stuff. Not usually. Not unless I like need that like mental boost. If it's like a leg press or something like that. Like sometimes like I will ask him just mentally, like I need to be there. I need to be on because like maybe I'm tired or something like that. And I feel like I, I could be dragging. So it's like sometimes I will ask him, like I said, to like come yell at me. But for the most part, we're mostly doing our own thing just so that way I can more challenge myself mentally. Because again, like when it comes stage time, yeah, he's going to be in the crowd cheering me on, but he's not going to be like on stage holding my hand. So I need to be able to take it to a different place as an athlete mentally. So I don't always like rely off him. Yeah, I like that. Do you ever, when, what happened? Do you guys train together? We did a little bit. Yeah. Okay. We did. Um, and it was like every day. And I loved it. Like, mm. I was like, I love training with him. Like, it's freaking like, it's the, he's the only person I've, I can ever tell you that I love training with. And Ashley, mm. you'll probably be the second. Um, but like, it was the start of like, kind of starting us starting to hang out and stuff. Yeah. Um, I was also on a different training split. So it was, it, it made more sense for what he was doing too. And I was also more willing to change my exercises at that time. Yeah. Now I'm not as willing to do it. Like I'm not, I, I have a completely different training split now and it takes different amounts of time. Yep. And now I work full time five days a week. And when we were training together, I was working from home. 
So now we don't really train together. We do train like sometimes on Saturdays at the same gym, but it won't be together. Um, Mm -hmm. We go at different paces. Now I have my own set of exercises I want to do, but just the fact that he's there makes me, makes me feel better for some reason. Like it's like, I get a different workout when he's there than I do if I'm by myself. Yeah. Like, and it's nothing to do with like, Oh, I want him to see how strong I am. It's just like a sense of peace. Like I'm being myself because the person's there. yeah, Yeah. Like I am myself completely when I'm training. I feel like, a, I, I, oh. man, I forget who wrote, there's like a poem that's about looking at third things, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, um, you know, you in a relationship, you don't necessarily spend all your time looking starry-eyed into each other's eyes, right? Uh, the most of the time that you're actually looking at each other, you're looking at something, a third thing, like together, right? And that's a way of um, not just spending time together but like sharing things right so sharing that time with being at the gym together even if you're not even like doing the same workout is almost like looking at that third thing that third thing yeah being in that same headspace yeah it's like I enjoy the experience of like just being myself like with him because that is like like if somebody asked me like when are you most yourself I'd be like when I'm training that's who Mm -hmm. I am like and so and it's intimate like for me because you know, I'm not, I'm, when I get up, I put on makeup, like right now I'm wearing makeup and I'm like, I'm dressed and like, that's not really who I am. Like, and, uh, I'm raw in that state. And so when he's there with me, I feel like more just happy, like just a lot happier. And that's why I was so into when we were training together, because like, that's even better for me. And now we don't really have the circumstances to do it because I'm working full time and all that. But like when we are there together on the weekends, it's really special to me. It's it's more important than like the rest of the day almost because um, we could do whatever we wanted on our weekends. But like I'm always like kind of like, are we going to train together or do you want to train together or yeah. or are we going to go to the gym? Like that's the first thing I want to ask because it's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Um, so. Plus, I think well, there's something primal about like seeing your man's like get it and get after it. You're like, Yeah. Yeah, like at least for me, like I see him like tearing up pendulum squat. I'm like, fucking good. Yeah, I'll get you later. (laughs) Story I posted on, I think it was Friday of him at the store. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. So he he had just worked. He had just trained, and his back was still kind of sweaty. And I was like, ooh, (laughs) exactly. There's something primal about that being like your man's work hard, and you're like, that's my man's. Mm -hmm." (laughs) It was funny. Well. Any last comments? It's been like an hour and 15, I think. I'll ask Eric one more question. Yeah, what's up? So when Ashley's in prep, do you feel bad if you're like, I don't know what you guys keep in your house as far as snacks or anything like that, but if you're eating something way outside of her diet that may look like, do you feel bad doing it? Like you're like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this right now. She's dieting. Or are you just comfortable? Like that's what she does. I'm eating this rice crispy. I don't give a shit. So – Ashley, um, she lives vicariously through me when she's doing prep, which means good, (laughs) which means that the house is constantly full of junk food. So most of the time I'm like, oh, my God, I I literally cannot eat anymore. And she's like, yeah, but I made cake. (laughs) (laughs) But I made this. But I made this for you. eat it <laughs> no i feel that that's, that's how that's, that's funny that's probably how, how i'm gonna be i'm gonna like be like eat everything because i can't well it's funny because she doesn't you know she's real disciplined with her food but 
like she'll send me a picture of some crazy dessert that's just and I'm like, you would never eat this. Like, why are you even looking at it? Like, you're sending me. This I would food. though. It's just under the right circumstances. I would just. I'm just not gonna do it like off emotion. Like, I feel like I want that. I'm gonna have it. Yeah. I'm gonna have it. Like, if I can track it, if I can, like, you know, it's. it's That's the biggest difference. I don't track anything that I eat out. Yeah, nothing. I feel like if you eat out, even when I was competitively bodybuilding, I had you know my off season. I had my my cheat day on Wednesday, which is like a free meal for you two. But, you know, but I knew what I was eating. I knew where I was going, what restaurant I was going to, you know, how much of whatever I was going to get, how much fries I was going to get. And that was the whole point was to overeat that day. You know, it wasn't just to go out and eat and make it make it fit my macronutrients. It was to over eat and then get a gnarly pump the next day yeah um but I, I, that's one thing i don't understand i it, it 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 baffles me sometimes like when we're out and she's she she uh she's getting you know she's at don't put it in this oil don't put it in this don't put it in that and i'm just like cool like i respect it but i'm like I don't know. Like, I just in, enjoy it. Like, just eat whatever you want to eat. We're out, you know, and it's, do, it's, it's, it's straight. It. But that's the thing is that he thinks that because I'm doing that, I'm not enjoying my food and I'm not enjoying my time. And that's not true. Like, the whole point of me going out is to spend time with him. It's not to overeat. Yeah. That's not my goal. So his goal when he goes out to eat is to eat. My goal is to spend time with him. That's mm-hmm. my happiness. And so I am having a good time and I do, I have more peace of mind staying on track. And so that does make me happy. I'd rather have honestly something like small out, like keep it chicken veggies when I'm out. And then when I get home, track something in that's worse or whatever, but at least I'm on track. At least yeah. I have it down. Whereas I'm, there's more room for error when I'm out and I don't like having errors. That's the thing. So that's why. But I, that's again, like there's a different mindset there, right? There's a different type of bodybuilding. So I'm yeah. asking you one more question and then we can, we can, go. Okay, I, no, I, I got, between, I since you're, you're both I got a real quick thought first. Yeah. Since you're going out to eat. Uh, I, I used to work, I worked in kitchens. I've worked with people who worked in kitchens. Um, and I know if a special order comes in, it's getting made the same way anyways. It's like an 80% That's of the time. They're not, they're not changing anything. That's what I'm thinking. That's Thank you. You it's know what? Impossible. I'm glad he said that. But I, I think that the, all the time. I think that all the time. They're not I'm like, they're, they're going to make it. They're going to throw like all to that say, chicken breast with all the chicken breast. This is yeah. why I don't eat out. <laughs> okay. It's like, I might. Anyway. 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 All right. So anyway, anyway. What's your question? Uh, what was I going to ask? Well, this is between these two because they're coaches. Um, real quick, and this this is probably another conversation. But all right, so you guys are coaching a bodybuilder, you know, like say he's over 200, he's a big boy, you know, there's a lot of food there to sustain that muscle. Uh, there's, you know, you can't put on a little, uh, a, a lot of muscle without gaining a little bit of fat. Right. What's a free meal to him? It depends on the person. I would say context. It, it, yeah, there has, there's way more context than that. So you would never, so, but you guys would, uh, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give some parameters. How about let's, let's assume that he's like, um, let's, let's assume off season and he's like, he's like on his shit, 
right so it's not like oh he's sometimes on sometimes off no he's 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 got it down right so he's tracking he's you know he's training big and stuff and he's not injured mm -hmm. okay one free meal i would give him one free meal um and he would be able to have what he wanted but to be honest with you in the off season if he's not if he's eating enough anyway he probably doesn't want to eat yeah that's what i was thinking so it would just be yeah have a free meal like yeah. it, there wouldn't be, I wouldn't put any parameters on it to, because he wouldn't overdo it because he's already eating enough. Mm -hmm. So that would be me. I would tell him yeah. to go get, get what he wants once a week. Yeah. Just my, the only thing I would say is like, just make sure it digests well. Like obviously if yeah. there's some type of no sensitivity, cheese. don't get a pizza. Like, yeah. like so a there's no thing. strategy around a cheat meal or a free meal. It depends on the context. What about in prep? In prep, there would be for me, for me, I do refeeds and diet. I'll do refeeds and diet breaks, but I won't do a free meal in prep. Yeah. Because the point of like a refeed is if you're, especially if it's like deep in prep, you want to strategically put it to kind of like help that thyroid, you know? So it's not like a one day thing. It could be like, it should be a multiple day thing. Or if it is like a diet break is needed because you've plateaued really bad. And like the athlete is stressed out to the gills and nothing's happening. You know, they're looking worse. Maybe like that's more strategic, but like Cheap meals and free meals, I think, are more appropriate in like off-season settings. Not that you would necessarily want them, but I think more appropriate because you can eat those higher calorie foods with lower volume, which is usually just easier, just absorbed and just tolerated well, especially if the athlete is pushing five, six thousand calories, you know. But at the same time, if you're so like not food focused, you might be like, thanks, but yeah, it's just not worth it. Yeah, for sure. I think for prep too, like it's, it's important to make sure that you're mindful of like the amounts that you're eating. So you tell somebody in prep, go have a free meal. Like it's hard for it's, it'll be fine on their like psychological benefit, but mm -hmm. on their anatomy and their physiology, like you have to think like they've been on the same foods for a long time. Probably it's going to trip up digestion if things are too different. Yeah. Um, and if they, if they overeat because they like, too much because they can't control themselves, then we have a problem. Yep. And so I would only refeed like with extra rice or, or with extra like carbs, of course. Mm -hmm. And then like over a period of a few days. So maybe like three days, four days, depending on the athlete. And then if we need a diet break, then we'll just pull cardio, pull some cardio and add in carbs over a couple of weeks. So like in prep to answer your question, like I really wouldn't give a free meal because people don't know, like people don't know where to stop a lot of times. And then they also, we don't know what's going to happen with digestion. And if we're too close to the show, like we don't want random crap happening. Yeah. I understand that. So yeah. yeah. Very well. Good job. That was a good question. That was a good question. Anyways, right on. I would say at the end of the day though, like regardless, it's like, if you're like thinking about dating someone who's a bodybuilder or are dating someone or are married to someone you have to understand that bodybuilders are very goal focused people. We're very goal oriented. And so when it comes to like outings and stuff like that, have a conversation with them, be like, Frank, be like, what is the goal of this like date? So if it's like, you guys are going out to dinner, Britt, what's your goal? My goal is to enjoy my time with you, Tony. It is to put away social media. It is to stay on my plan, but it is to spend time with you because I love you. And then she could ask you, well, what's the goal of this for you? And you're like, oh, I want to eat. Great. And then because I love you, I'm going to support you and I'm going to egg you on to get another burger or something like that. Like have fun with it. Like life is serious and bodybuilding is a very serious sport, but at the same time, like you have to like 
still enjoy it and still love one another and support each other and your goals. I disagree. I disagree that life is serious. I know. It's not serious. It's I love, not. I love the, not alive. <laughs> I love how Eric, Eric's differences in opinion and, and everything. It's not serious. It's, it's like a good, it's like a good um, way of, you have a good way of bringing different opinions in or different mindsets in and making, keeping it positive. Yeah, like, like just a fresca. Yeah. I would say yeah. I'm positive, but I see it. I see it. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I would say you're positive. Yeah, oh, no, you're okay. like hella positive. Sure. Well, thank you. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks y'all for listening. Um, Man, if you um, you start that bourbon or that whiskey, uh, you start brewing that. You wanna wanna hopefully. You got to what? You got to brew that sucker for like three years. Yeah. In a barrel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, so, so bourbons for four to six years, right? Yeah. So be four years for legal requirements can't be more. Well, it can be more than six, but it's not even good more than six. Um, I mean, I'll probably, if we really start doing it, I mean, I could, I could talk about this for hours, but I'll let you know. <laughs> well, let you know. So four years from now, I'll have a drink with you, man. Sounds like a plan. Don't All right, good guy. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Wait, can I do it? Go ahead. Peace.